certainly not private. And so welcome to this worship service um, on this Ash Wednesday evening. We're glad that you're with us. to worship using the bulletin that you can find in the chat feed or through our website. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for your abundant rain. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vat shall overflow with wine and oil. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Amen.
In this season of Lent, we are invited to consider the ways we live as followers of Christ, to look at our decisions and our actions, and to hold them up to the example of Christ, to repent for those things that cause us to wander, and God, full of mercy and full of grace, calls us to return. Please join me in our call to confession using Psalm 51. Have mercy on us, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out our transgressions. Wash away all our transgressions, and our sin is always before us. Out of the depths of our own fears, out of the depths of our darkness, we call upon you, O God, to save us. Hear us now. Forgive us, O God for we have sinned. Against you, you only, we have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Merciful God, I confess that I am broken. I have acted in spite, hurt others by my words and deeds, deliberately done what is wrong, and intentionally left things undone. Forgive me, O God, for I have sinned. Cleanse with hyssop, and we will be clean. Wash us, and we will be whiter than snow. Merciful God, I confess that I am broken. I have lived for myself and not for others, judged where I should forgive, belittled where I should have built up. O Lord, I have not done justice, love kindness, or walked humbly with you. Forgive us, O God, for we have sinned. Let us hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Create in us a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within us. Do not cast us from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us the joy of your salvation and grant us a willing spirit to sustain us. Amen. Friends, God so loved the world in this people that God sent Christ into the world to teach and to heal, to suffer and to die for all, so that the world might be saved through him. Receive now that gift of love. Know that God's mercy is new each day that you are forgiven, reconciled, accepted. You belong and you are loved. Friends, believe in the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, out of your love and mercy, you breathed into dust your very breath of life, creating us to serve you and our neighbors. We gather this evening, weary from another day and only halfway through the week. We are thirsty like a parched desert, empty and in need of replenishment. Visit us with your presence. Saturate us with your spirit. Bathe us in your streams of living water. Feed us with your word. 
and reveal to us your love. Amen. Our scripture reading tonight comes from the Old Testament prophet Joel, chapter 2, selected verses. Listen now to the word of the Lord. Oh, hear this, elders. Give ear, all inhabitants of the land. Has such a thing happened in your days or in the days of your ancestors? Tell your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, it is near. A day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes. Their like has never been from old, nor will it be again after them in ages to come. Truly the day of the Lord is great, terrible indeed. Who can endure it? Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Yesterday, in a group text, someone wished me a happy Ash Wednesday. I thought to myself, should I tell them it's not exactly a happy church holiday? It's not like Merry Christmas or Happy Easter. Those might be the peaks of our church year, but this is the valley between them. This isn't the most joy-filled day in the life of the church. Ash Wednesday begins the season of Lent, a season of self-reflection and intentionality, a recognition of our need for repentance and renewal and of our reliance upon God. And the ashes are a reminder of our creation and of our mortality. Well, I didn't want to explain all this in a group text with some moms I don't know all that well. But I also couldn't just ignore it, the plight of a pastor. So I simply replied, you know, all that returning to dust business sort of knocks the happy out of Wednesday, but happy Fat Tuesday. But throughout the day yesterday, I kept reflecting on that happy Ash Wednesday greeting. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it started growing on me somehow. Is there happy in this? Well, last year at Ash Wednesday, we were still here, business as usual. We had heard of the coronavirus but we were clueless as to how we would be impacted. And this past year, to me, and maybe to you, 
has felt like a really long season of Lent already. And this past year certainly has made me more aware than ever of my lack of control and my reliance upon God, my sinfulness, my need for forgiveness, and my need for turning back to God. There's been a lot of time for self-reflection and intentionality. I have not been my best self this year, and maybe you haven't been yours either. I've tried, and I bet you have too. But the quarantine, the election, the protests, the closed schools, the weather, the disappointments, the unstable internet connection. I have been impatient, judgmental, unkind, antagonistic, withholding, and critical. And I'm sure my family could add to that list. This Lent, I am well aware that I fall short of who I was created to be. And this has been a year with a lot of Lenten reflection. We're reminded every day of our mortality. We've lost so many people, not just strangers. We've lost people we know and love. People are suffering. It's been a hard year. The ashes and the reminder of the dust from which we were created and to which we will return, they are with us every day. It's fresh. The prophet Joel, from which we just read a few minutes ago, brings to us a word of hope amid his charge to the people of Judah. Like most of the Old Testament prophets, he has a charge to the people there to return to God. He calls and reminds the people of Judah of their need to repent. This is a lectionary Ash Wednesday scripture, frequently used, and repentance is a common theme in the prophets and a common theme for Ash Wednesday. Like us, the people of Judah are in the midst of a desperate situation. They are marked by a plague and a drought with a final judgment hanging over them. It doesn't take much effort to imagine that they are fearful, grieving, anxious, weary, and uncertain about what lies ahead. Verse 11 ends, who can endure it? But then, nestled right at the beginning of verse 12, there are three little words, and you might skim past them just to get to the next part of the verse if you're reading along. But those three little words, they could just be throwaway words, but they are everything now, this Lenten season. Yet even now, says the Lord, God replies to the plight of the people of Judah. He sees their state and their struggle. He knows their circumstances. 
a day of darkness and gloom, terrible indeed, who can endure it? Yet even now, says the Lord. But I can't bear it much longer. Yet even now, says the Lord, I am here with you. Lord, how did we let it get this bad? Yet even now, says the Lord, I am gracious. Can't you see, God, things have taken a bad turn? Yet even now, says the Lord, I am merciful. Oh, we wish we had done things differently. We have regrets. Yet even now, says the Lord, I am slow to anger and I am calling you back to me. It's too far gone, it's too late. Yet even now, says the Lord, I am abounding in steadfast love. No matter what the situation or the circumstance, God says, yet even now. God knows our plight and utters a but. Now this isn't a but, like the kind that comes with a bad apology. You know, the finger-pointing kind. I'm sorry, but this is a hopeful kind of but. The kind of but that, that God utters, you've gotten yourself into a real mess, but I'm here. It's that kind of but God utters. You see the difference? In the midst of Judah's deep desperation, God utters a but. Yet even now, there's hope. God is at work for us and in us and among us, no matter the circumstance. It is the task of a prophet like Joel, according to Eugene Peterson, to stand up at such moments of catastrophe and clarify who God is and how God acts. Yet even now return to the Lord, your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. No matter how bad things have been, or may get, no matter how far gone you try to be or think you are, no matter what you've done or left undone, no matter how deep the chasm or widespread the pandemic, the separation or how messy your situation, God is calling you even now. This is a year where we all need grace, mercy, patience, and steadfast love for each other and for ourselves. Sometimes we might need it most for ourselves. I keep thinking about the phrase, yet even now. You see, it connects the brokenness of our present reality with the hope we have in a gracious and merciful God. Lent, you see, is a time of both the hope and the reality of the brokenness in the world.
We have a tent city uptown. We see how many of our neighbors go without a safe place to live. Yet even now, Roof Above has more people than ever showing up to help our homeless neighbors and to address our affordable housing crisis. That same tent city was ordered to be cleared out today due to a rat infestation. Yet even now, the city is offering them motel rooms and citizens are scrambling to help them. Montclair Elementary is a Title I elementary school with whom we have a long history and partnership. It's just three miles away, and it's been mostly remote learning for the past 11 months. Many of you know the struggle of balancing work with younger children learning at home. Yet even now, three days a week, up to 25 Montclair students are right back here in our fellowship hall, doing their remote learning with the support and help of our partners at Greater Enrichment Program. Jose is one of those children in our fellowship hall each week. He was here today. I saw him get on the bus to go home. He lives in an apartment on the other side of South Boulevard. I don't know the particulars about his family, but I know they struggle with poverty. Jose's favorite color is green, and his favorite food is hot wings. His favorite book is Pete the Cat, and when he grows up, he wants to be a millionaire. His friends are Larry and Elvin. Larry and Elvin, they don't get to come to our fellowship hall for remote learning support. Yet even now, we hope to enroll 100 Montclair Elementary children for the summer or fall program at the school. There were 32 Montclair Elementary homeless families that received food pantry and grocery gift card donations from us at Christmas. 32 homeless families. Yet even now, we are collecting more food to distribute. Eugene Peterson also says that if the prophet is a good prophet, and Joel is a good prophet, the disaster becomes a lever for prying people's lives loose from their sin and setting them free for God. Hasn't this past year pried some things loose from our lives? Some things maybe that needed prying. Maybe some other things that have set you free. Free to be who God is calling you to be and to serve who God is calling you to serve. Here at Selwyn during Lent, we don't often focus so much on giving something up for Lent. We've all given up a lot this year already. Instead, we invite you to enter the season reflecting upon what drew you to God and how you might engage more deeply. We encourage you and offer you opportunities for you to embrace the hope we have 
and to address the brokenness in the world. Lent is an intentional time to discover and strive to be more attuned to where God is and where God is at work all around us. Yet even now, in the valley of a pandemic and the valley of Lent, God is at work for us and with us and faithfully working among us. Cling to that hope amid the brokenness of this world. Happy Ash Wednesday. Amen. Let us pray. God, thank you for this time to come together to turn our attention and our whole beings towards you. God, bless this space as we pause on this Ash Wednesday to reflect, to lift our hopes, concerns, and worries to you who bear all of our burdens. You who sent your only son who overcame all, even death, so that we may have life abundant. Let us rest in that truth. Lord, you are the one who redeems. You came, Jesus, to show us a life of love, a different way to live, and give us an example of how to walk this path, not to give us a task of perfection, but so that our own journeys and the journey of others would be full and flourish. Lord, you didn't promise us an easy road, but one that challenges us and changes us. One that bears witness to your work in a broken world, which shines forth your glory and honor. One that leads first with grace and mercy. God, you showed us how to love our neighbor you let yourself feel the depth of needs surrounding you. Help us to do the same, for the needs are many. Lord, we are weary and tired and stretched thin. 
almost a year into a pandemic. God, we have been separated for too long from each other, from our loved ones, from our community. Depression, anxiety, exhaustion, homelessness, job loss, suffering everywhere we turn, even death. Jesus, it is overwhelming. We need you to walk beside us now. We pray that our feet would match your steps. Help us to walk closer to all those who are suffering. We pray that you would walk with those who feel at odds within themselves and their community. Walk with parents as they feel the stress of trying to juggle all the demands of life, having to choose daily between career and their children. Walk with our brothers and sisters in the tent community as they continue to be displaced and struggle through cold nights. Walk with our black, brown, and Asian brothers and sisters who continue to face the systemic oppression and racism that runs deep in our society. Walk with those who have lost a loved one to COVID, those who are struggling with illness and disease desperate for a glimmer of hope. Lord, we also lift those who we walk with, those we should walk with, and those simply on our hearts. The season of Lent also calls us to be present to the questions and realizations we so often stuff away. With each step, we recognize barriers built through our habits and unrealized prejudices baseline grudges and routine neglects. We must acknowledge those things that draw us farther away from our own soul and your calling. With humble hearts, we lift those things to you now. Sometimes we sleepwalk through the days of our lives, yet for this moment in time, we are awake to you in your presence. Lord, give us eyes to see you in the mundane tasks and a pure focus that you held in your own life. Help us to fast from self-absorption, finding our sustenance in the deep wisdom of suffering love. Draw our hearts and feet forward on this path that's both total mystery and innate to who we are in you. Help us to remember in this season and always that resurrection is the final word, not death. Help us walk, Lord, with hope amid heaviness, with love amid disunity, and with grace amid brokenness. We welcome our mortality and the potential in ashes and dust. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Friends, the Lord calls us to return with all our hearts, with our full selves. And in this season and always, Jesus invites us to follow him. So how is it that we return and follow? Is it through a spiritual discipline, through fasting, prayer, or silence? For others, it could be the opportunity to serve a neighbor with a meal, a note, or a phone call. Maybe you are interested in learning more about the community here at Selwyn. 
During our anthem, we invite you to contemplate where God is calling you in this season. The text to give number is 704-734-9818. With hearts of gratitude, let us go to God with our offerings. join me in prayer. Almighty God, by your very breath, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and repentance, so that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift of love that we are given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Friends, on this Ash Wednesday, it is true by the promise of your baptism. You have already been marked with a sign in a seal, even though it may seem invisible to you this night. And so whether or not you have ashes at your disposal, I invite you to consider what it means to be marked by the sign of Christ. O oh, child of God, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return.
Amen. Would you join me in our closing prayer? Gracious God, out of your love and mercy, you breathed into dust the breath of life, creating us to serve you and our neighbors. In this season of repentance, restore us to the joy of our salvation and strengthen us to face our mortality, that we may reach with confidence for your mercy in Jesus Christ and use our lives for your glory and in service to others. Amen. Friends, this is only the beginning of Lent, even if it feels differently. Find the hope amid the brokenness of this world. For yet even now, God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Go in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.